Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast for a better America with Frank, which is the goal of a better society. Um, we'll continue on the series of what happened this month. What I'm starting to realize is that events that happened <laughs> within the span of a month, which is like what, 30, 31 days, it's looking like it happened three, six, nine months ago. I think that's sometimes the benefit of a fast moving society you know you can let things go behind you but also the flaws of a very fast society we can forget easily and a doom to repeat some of the things that you know led us to some of our daco you know parts of our society but also it never gives people the chance to truly feel what they're feeling but yeah as i was and I definitely had some stuff recorded, just written down throughout the month. But also going back to look at what if could have, what I could have missed, and they're using different sites. It felt like I, um, it felt like it was three months ago. Some of this stuff happened, but no, all this stuff happened in the month of August. And it's it's interesting that it felt like three four months ago, but that's good and that's that's also bad sometimes. But. It's good to be doing this, and let's get into it. <laughs> what happened in the month of August of 2022? And um, some of these things are just, you know, just standard things that happen in the political life. And, you know, from a policy standpoint, some of it a good legislation that was passed. And um, so some of it, you know, be more in-depth, and some of it I would just say what happened, and we'll go from there. Um, primaries and uh, midterm primaries that happened uh, happened in the state of Arizona, Kansas, Michigan, Missouri, Washington, Tennessee, Connecticut, Minnesota, Vermont, Wisconsin, Hawaii, Alaska, Wyoming, Florida, and New York. And some of these primaries had very interesting results. It looks like uh, the winner of the Arizona primary literally on stage was like, y'all, something along the lines of y'all must say Trump won the election. And this is two years later, and somehow she won a primary, so... We'll see how that goes. I <laughs> uh, don't know how that makes sense. And uh, in Michigan, it's a very interesting and competitive race. But also something that happened in Michigan was um, you're trying to get a ballot initiative passed on making sure that a law from basically almost 100 years ago, an abortion law for basically almost 100 years ago, does not, take in, does not kick into effect after the overturning of Roe v. Wade and... Um, Pretty much, there's a body, it's one of those four-person panel or whatever, it's not clear if they have the authority to reject this um, ballot initiative, but rather along party lines, they blocked it from passing. And I'm not sure how any board that isn't voted can actually stop an initiative from going through. But that did happen and uh in the Florida primary race for governor, um the agricultural commissioner they lost to a previous governor who was a Republican and is now a Democrat in quotes and is running against the census who um in a way it looks like it was a version of Trump <laughs> but in a different way. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that race goes and it might be as more competitive than people think. 
um, Finland and Sweden officially joins NATO and uh, the United States, you know, signed the ratification from the Senate. The president signed it. Finland and Sweden are in NATO. And um, obviously this was triggered by the Russian aggression towards Ukraine. I think, but I was just looking at the um, foundations of the war and obviously the West played a role because it was understood all the way back to even the um, early 90s that um, sure, the previous president before, um, prime minister of Russia before Putin and the one before him were a little bit more Western friendly, but it was also understood even in all of the friendliness as we did, you know, nuclear you know, reusing nuclear weapons on each side, um, the open sky treaties that is choosing which, you know, have fly each path could fly on each other's border and actually having some openness towards um just, you know, Western um businesses and things of that nature. Um, it was also understood that US can expand NATO all at once, but it was not to expand it literally right on the border of um Ukraine. So that seems to have played a role in how this whole conflict began. Because my view was, you know, maybe countries like Finland, Sweden, you know, Georgia or whatever, if they really do see Russia as a threat, they could have an alliance that is not exactly NATO, but aligns with NATO, whether it's selling weapons or other forms of agreement and training to combat Russia. But um, given the war and the changes, it makes sense that Finland and Sweden is officially NATO. And that happened in August. Um, the FBI raid the president's uh, mansion in Mar-a-Lago. There's a lot of political crap about it. At the end of the day, the truth is, if the president is holding any information that could jeopardize the national security of the United States, it is in the best interest of the government to um, gain access to those documents and to keep it. Um, anyone can have the views on that. People would disagree, agree, don't like the way the FBI did it, like the way the FBI did it. People say Trump might go to jail, might not go to jail. Fine. At the end of the day, if you actually return documents to the government in a way that keeps the people safe, um, as a president, someone will took that oath to defend the United States, but also indirectly taking an oath to actually protect the population of the United States. It's it's in his best interest to um, hand over those documents um, as needed. And um, he failed to do that, and that led to a raid, and that would probably lead to more problems and may or may not divide the nation some more, but at the end of the day, it was the right thing to do. Um, the state of Texas, for some insane reason, is also acting as federal immigration authorities with Governor Abbott and Ken Paxton and all those in charge of leadership one way or the other. Um, a lot of this is political stunts, the idea of putting migrants in a bus and sending them to D.C. and New York and things of that nature. Um, surprised the administration have not sued against the action. I'm guessing it's too politically dicey and it's a uh, election year. So if it's for they don't want to do that. But um, for all of the compassion of, I would say, the... Um, conservative Christians which we can say there is a huge population in Texas and we can say that population is responsible for the um, election of someone like Governor Abbott 
does seem like his actions is not a reflection of that. Um, he may very well win re-election. Um, so will his attorney general, because that's just the nature of Texas. But it's it's interesting to see that um, the incompetence in the states, the electric grids, the multiple failures in the state. However, the 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 resources and the attention, the political energy, is is designed towards you know bossing migrants to the capital and other states, as opposed to fixing the actual problems in the state. Um, it seems like there's a desire not to govern. There's more of a desire to play political stunts and to score political points. It's like this guy's idea is strictly for the ego <laughs> and not for the job. Um, flood in Mississippi, unfortunately, um, caused a lot of people to um, lose their homes. And then they also have a water problems and that will cause billions to fix. And there's a whole fight between the governor <laughs> and the mayor. And uh, this is one of those things where, like, perhaps you can't directly point at that's direct racism. Oh, that person take a black person to jail or lynches them or things of that nature. But you can receive hundreds of millions in federal government money to help a city that is mostly black population. Um, and the leadership is mostly black. And you can take those funds and do everything else but help the population. And then try to return the rest of the funds to the federal government, which is what the governor and the governorship of Mississippi is doing, as opposed to helping the people in Jackson, Mississippi. Some may say that's no racism, but I don't know what you would call that. Because the money is there to use to help the population, but it is not used to help the population. Um, multiple people. I've been charged in federal investigations of engaging in fraud, especially the um, those in the offices that help people with um, full stamps. And this is besides the flaws. Those help people with you know, full stamps and housing and things of that nature have been charged, gone to jail. Some have pleaded guilty in the state of Mississippi, but they have a 90% decline rate of providing funds to the poor population. And a lot of the population that needs those funds are usually black people. And the people that are in charge of releasing those funds are usually white people. And um, I'm saying if some people are going to jail for not providing funding for those who need it, um, I mean, I guess at this point you could just type in Mississippi scandals or Mississippi government scandals on on federal aid and you could find all the information you need there so racism mississippi and um the flooding and all the challenges going on right now doesn't help gubachev uh was the end of the famous reagan speech gubachev tear, tear down this wall he dies and um i believe given the way russia is designed People like that tend to have power one way or the other until they actually die. And I think Gorbachev still had some influence or some people, at least in the Russian government, that respected him, just given his own history. And um, his passing may very well be a very good thing for Putin. 
Oh, it could be bad, but um, he passed. Uh, some good news from Demont would be President Biden canceling student loan debt debt of up to ten thousand and twenty thousand for those who receive Pell grants. I've always been of the belief that what prevented the new middle class for millennials, especially those, let's say, 24 to 35, or even older, from being in a similar shape as their parents or their grandparents were, was one was definitely mountain debt, and were the causes of debt, you know, more of the high cause of debt was student loans. Um, another was medical debt. Um, another thing that caused or limited the new middle class coming on board um, was wages, so wage theft, that's making people work extra hours and not being paid for it. Um, suppression of wages, that is inflation going up every year, however, um, raises are not going up to keep up with that. Um, a lot of right-to-work states, so people are losing their jobs quicker without much warning, um, less benefits. Um, so I think the workplace imbalance definitely have disfavored you know, our generation and prevented a good bit of middle class from coming in. And I do think you should be able to generate a middle class that is outside of, you know, finance, outside of medicine, outside of engineering. Because at the end of the day, um, the engineers got to eat. and Someone has to provide that food. At the end of the day, the one doing the research and financializing, financializing, financializing our economy, which in the long run creates a lot of risks. They have to drive to get there. So I do believe that it was an element of a labor force that was just ignored. And um, I do think taking steps one way or the other, whether that's making the minimum wage higher, that's providing better workers' rights, better negotiation, um, better unions, just things of that nature, or reducing the cost of health care, or providing cheap or more affordable education, or reducing student debt to free up more capital to help the millennials and the Gen Zs and I would have wanted the generation before that get into the middle class. So canceling student debt was a good thing that allowed for that. Um, there's an assassination of a prominent Russian figure's daughter and some word around that would be it might help escalate the war in Ukraine or it might reduce the war in Ukraine. I do know that as of this recording, we're sending about three or four more billions to them. And uh, we should probably send a billion to Mississippi also so the people could be okay. Um, In the state of Texas, there's, oh, instead of Florida, we had a situation where the census, again, for political stunts, um, Screams of a border fraud, although the most of everything in Florida politically is pretty much run by Republicans. And after some investigation by those in which he appointed, they um, found 10 people, I believe, that may have voted that should not have voted, but they were all told they were allowed to vote. So it wasn't like, you know, voter fraud, because that's not what fraud is. Uh, that's not people being dishonest. And the Senators have been known for taking um, the, the state did pass uh, not a referendum 
I think it was a ballot initiative that I, that gave um convicts um the right to vote after a period of time, and the census have basically sued them for them over it, which I don't know. Like I feel like as a Republican, you know, if you're about less government intrusion, then you should not have too much government intrusion. But again, they passed the woke law that went after Disney. Um, there's also now a teacher shot it in Florida, and as opposed to focusing on fixing those problems, um. He passed laws which a judge did temporarily block. Um just just finding problems that don't exist to create a political point. And that's that's why I do believe the sense is slightly more dangerous than Trump in that regard. Because Trump is about himself, so we know he's about himself, 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 and you know, eventually people get tired of that, you know. Don't need the world's greatest narcissist to be our president. But it's culture war stuff with the census. It's, you know, I don't know. Just continue to do one stunt after the other. And guys pretty much guarantee the re-elections because, you know, the Republican Party is, is pretty much dead as long as those with values that I grew up around tend to elect people like this. Just sad. Um, Electing those people not because of values, but electing them because of the run with the Republican name behind their name, even if they ain't not aligned with the values. Liz Cheney loses her re-election bid and give one of the best, most powerful speeches I've ever listened to. So there is some of the Republican Party that does exist and have these values, but don't have power it's it's hard to do anything with that um fortunately too in the month um a man attacked the fbi's office was armed got in his car got in a car chase with um police this was in ohio and um unfortunately this man died and passion the association with this attack on the fbi's um office was the association with it um fbi raid on the previous president's uh, mansion. And what what we're starting to observe and see and no one is really calling out or paying more attention to is we have a situation where someone is making claims and making people feel distrust of the government, of the system, of the society, and they're acting in behaviors and ways that is getting them killed. However, the person, the big corporate office, um, Donald Trump, is could kill less. Like this man has died and he's been shot, and rightfully so, he was going to shoot officers and cause him. Um. And then we have Ashley Babbitt, which, which I will I will not forget. She was the lady that was shot on January sixth, um, for breaking the glass. In um in the Congress Hall and amongst others trying to get towards um Congress people. And she was in the military. And from what I gathered looking into anything I could find about her, um or listening to people talk about her, not the most irrational person in the world, not someone that hated a country, in fact. In her mind, it would be she was trying to fight for her country. Um, ends up dying. 
gets blood in the neck or something like that. So that's painfully. Man goes to the FBI building um, in the month of August. Dies painfully. Um, and I'm not, you know, this is not, I mean, I think if you forget to empathize, you lose. It doesn't matter whether or not you disagree with these people or the actions. You can see the actions is completely not good and still empathize. But they're doing this at the behest of someone that knows better, knows the truth, but is willing to create this chaos. And now this chaos is costing people their lives, their jobs, standing in society, their communities. And this person could care less because he spent most of his time in Philadelphia giving a speech about himself and the FBI raid and being re- reappointed to the presidency and carries on with his stupidity two years later. And again, people are dying. They're losing their freedom. So a lot of people are going to jail. They're losing their standing society. And they're losing their family. At someone who knows that they're lying. And we know, you know, narcissists and the traits. Like, at some point, this would have to come to an end. And it's up to the people, right or left, Republican or Democrat, to understand that, again, if people are dying, and if people are losing their freedoms, and if people are losing their standing in society, and they're losing their community, in exchange for someone that could care less, it's best to take a different path. Um, the Inflation Reduction Act was passed, which I will definitely... Um, talk about in a different podcast. Um, just to break down into break down into um, more about it. Apparently, we made five hundred twenty eight thousand jobs in three point five percent unemployment, which is pretty low. I see apparently because I think unemployment and the whole the way that whole stuff is reported is very flawed. Um, Alex Jones was ordered to pay four million to Sandy Hook family. Um. He also admitted, he said with his own voice, that he does, in fact, believe Sandy Hook was real. It was good to watch that just because of how long he's been spreading that lie, knowing fully well that it was a lie. And um, the pain he brought to families. And from the trial, it seems like he may have believed what he was saying. But I think it's, it's just to make... um, Just to make... money and to just carry on with a lie but yeah he has to pay four million and that's good the veterans health care bill did pass after the republicans choose to block it for political points and uh we gotta stop that at some point too <laughs> just probably take care of the veterans without trying to score political points and uh this took over what 10 plus years of lobbying and hard work from john stewart and the veterans associations of the veterans and um yeah that's good also the fed officially have now charged four officers for violating brianna's taylor's civil rights which is good because this was just um a killing a senseless killing of someone who was sleeping just to no walk no knock warrants and things of that nature so it's it's good 
that officially the Fed uh, investigating this and taking this very seriously. Another news from this month that you know is what covering will be um, Al Qaeda number two. Al Zawahari um, was killed, and you know we are aware of the problems in which um, Osama bin Laden caused, and um, from all I could gather, this guy was equally as bad, but also also very very powerful. And um, it's good that he's gone now. B. Russell, NBA legend, and one of the greatest uh, basketball players of all time. And also someone who was one of the black players of, you know, the early eras of the NBA that helped open that door up to a lot of other black players. Um, passes. And, um, yeah. But, That is a key, some of the key things we're covering for the month. And I probably will just um, podcast around um, Liz Cheney's concession speech and the Republican Party as we go on. Thank you for listening.